In this episode, we're gonna be touching on the book Traction, and most importantly, EOS, an entrepreneurial operating system with our COO, Sean Quintero. We're gonna talk about having the right people in the right seats. We're gonna be talking about the vision and mission of your company, and we're gonna be talking about how to lead an effective meeting and what that meeting outline looks like. Hey, what's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here with another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. Today, I am in studio downtown Omaha, Nebraska, with our COO and CAIO, Chief AI Officer, Mr. Sean Q. Jeff, good to be here, man. Great to have you here. Really excited. Sean's been in Omaha the last couple of days, came in from Southern California. Yep and spent a few days with us. We had a bunch of conferences here locally, and we wanted to get some studio time today. So we have two amazing podcasts we're recording. This first episode, I'm gonna be sharing a little bit more on EOS. EOS is a entrepreneurial operating system, and we're gonna be talking about the book Traction and how every entrepreneur across every vertical could implement these very simple strategies in their business to help take control of your company and scale to the next level. So Sean, I know you're an EOS master. Uh, share your background a little bit about EOS and how you've implemented it in other businesses. Yeah, a lot of times business leaders, uh, entrepreneurs have a ton of ideas. They have a ton, I mean, you know this, you're a visionary. You have such an expansive desire for your business and they get stuck in the weeds. And then one decision after another, you slowly become misaligned to the ultimate vision that you ultimately had. And so what EOS is, is an operating system designed by Gina Wickman, um, discussed in the book Traction. So if you have never read the book Traction, number one, like that's your homework right now. Go buy the book, go read it. And this is for everyone? It's for every single person who Real wants to be a leader. Real estate team, broker owner, mortgage yeah. team, title yes. team, insurance team. If you are running a business, this is the operating system you absolutely need to run your business off of. Uh, otherwise, what's gonna happen is you're gonna be just winging it and there is no level of success that you can maintain by winging it. So um, EOS covers six different components. Uh, some of my favorite are people, having the right people in the right seats who want to do the work and are capable of doing the work. Um, making sure you have your vision, your why, your brand statements, your, your mission and vision statements. Uh, and getting that so clear that anybody in the staff you can walk up to and say, hey, what's the vision of uh, the, the team ERS, building podcast, right. of ERS, of, of KWE, of whatever, and they can immediately say it right up front. Mm -hmm. um, and they know whether or not the behaviors and the tasks and the actions they're doing today are getting us closer to that vision. Uh, so my background with EOS is I have integrated EOS within my own um, company before coming on to ERS. Uh, these uh, acronyms are going to be so fun today. So ERS, uh, and I've integrated it with several different industries across. I've done it with nonprofits. And so this just works. It just works. Mm -hmm. It just works. Cool. Um, I know you mentioned there's six pillars. So I think we yep. went through the first two people, uh, making sure you have the right people. I think about the book, uh, uh, Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni. And it's a book specific to real estate teams and how oftentimes you have the right people, but they're just simply in the wrong seats. Yep. And I know uh, Sean has done a great audit of elite real estate systems and all of our verticals to help make sure we have the right people in the right seats to help maximize what their skill set is yep. and make sure that they're in roles that are going to help them grow and not roles that are like creating friction and if I can just give a practical tactical because I think yeah. a lot of times we are just in theory and principles like a practical tactical write this down um, audit every single person on your team right now based off of three things number one 
your values. Do they align to your values? We have values in ERS, like we're all in, or yeah, um, yes, let's do it attitude. Do you have people on your team that are not in alignment with your values? Because those are the wrong people, even if they're great at their job. And then, and uh, so number one, values. Number two, competency and desire. So are they capable of doing the work or are they capable of learning? Do they want to do the work? Are they passionate about it? And are they the person who's not going to just do that work, but build systems around the work that actually remove them from the day to day? And so how can we automate more? How can we create more? How can we do more without a human interacting with it? Because that'll reduce costs, that'll reduce errors, that'll reduce human flaws. Audit the people on your team right now. If somebody is out of alignment, if they don't have the competency and they don't have the desire, I think you have a great opportunity to identify whether you want to remove them from the team, maybe put them in a different position on the team, uh, or maybe something yeah. else. It's funny, even right now, as you ask these rhetor uh, rhetorical questions, I know already people are listening going, I already know someone that shouldn't be on the team. Yeah. And so then the question is, why are you allowing them to still be on the team? Yeah. Which this does come up in that book, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. There's a character that's generating all this revenue. So they don't want to let him go. Mickey is the name of this pretend character. Yeah. And they don't want to let him go. But they come to realize once they do let them go that a lot of people had left the organization or didn't want to join the organization because of said person. So if you're feeling that way, there's a lot of other people in your world that are as well. So when we're lining up this audit with our values, I think there's a lot of people that have yet to choose to self actualize and ask themselves, what are our values? What is my mission statement? Sean, you've done an amazing job with ERS, Elite Real Estate Systems, over the past several months, helping us establish a vision and mission and really honing in on the the, the buzzwords. So empower, legacy wealth, entrepreneur, yeah. leaders, you know, like the just I can do attitude, not coming with a problem, but coming with a problem with three solutions and yeah. having kind of that mindset. How, what would you share with the listeners of some of the basic strategies that we've already implemented in our world to come up with their own mission statement or their own vision for the company that they're running? Okay, my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies is Black Panther. And in Black Panther, there's a scene where the Black Panther is fighting for that role. And he's losing. He's like bloodied. He's almost drowning. His mom's crying in and the background. And his mom's crying. And eventually she says a statement that gives me chills to think about. She says, show them who you are. So what I did was I brought together our leadership team and some of our key members. And I said, listen, who do we show up as when we are at our best? Who do we show up as when we are all in alignment? Mm -hmm. How do we want people to feel when they work with us? Um, can you point to someone that if we could replicate that person 10 times, that would be game changer. And then what about them puts them on that list? Identify those key traits and what makes that unique so that you can then get those buzzwords. You're going to pull out a lot of language mm -hmm. and then you're going to dwindle and dwindle and dwindle and say, okay, what is absolutely vital? Those become your characteristics, your value statements. Uh, so one of the things we came up with is a yes, let's do it attitude. Jeff, you have a million ideas, I think a second, which is like blows my mind sometimes mm. how big your vision is. And we need people on our team who are, hey, yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's, let's figure it out. Let's come up with a solution for that. Uh, and that came from, that language came from seeing someone on our team who has a 
they that's what yeah. they say literally yeah. yes let's do it okay great so it that's was cool our value. we did an exercise and you invited all the leadership to pick three people from our organization that they would say if you could replicate and, yeah. we, and we got to give some kudos and make people feel special yeah. but then you would ask what about those three individuals really stood out one of the things that stood out to me and sean's already heard me repeat this probably 10 times was when the i think it was the u.s olympic rowing team was coming up with their mission statement they simply created the sentence does this make the boat row faster and then every choice they ever made after they had come up with that sentence they could match it to that yep. and they could ask going to this party tonight and having six beers does that make the boat row faster yeah. and the answer might be yes you might be so burned out that you just need to let go and have fun. And the answer might be yes. Yeah. But every time you choose to do anything, watch a, a movie, listen to a podcast, go on an appointment, have coffee, whatever the thing is, doesn't make the boat real faster. And I would challenge all of our listeners because it's made a big impact in our world. Come up with that mission, that vision, um, a sentence, two sentences that everyone can look at. And if you go online and Google like top 100 mission statements, yeah. there's so many great ones yeah. that you can find online. And I think it's important to kind of serve as a barometer to a healthy business and make sure that you're in the right way and your boat is rowing faster and the fun thing about that is they lost for 80 years this team this u.s olympic team a uh, rowing team and the year they came up with that question they won number one championship oh i didn't know that yep. which i think is the gold medal the gold medal yeah <laughs> they, 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 num, they won the gold world medal. champions yes yeah. <laughs> that's awesome all right so what are some other areas of eos we got into uh, vision mission we got into the people make sure you're in the right seat and that you're excelling yeah, there's so many. I mean, we can go through all of them. One of my favorite parts of it, though, is um, weekly meeting rhythm and making sure you have a rhythm for your meetings. How many times are you in a meeting? And this is just for the listeners where you're kind of winging it. You're coming up with, OK, these oh, are just all the announcements. Um, uh, uh, what are the yeah, challenges? Yeah, here it is. We have a 15 minute huddle today. Yeah. Sean, how are you doing? Yeah. Amy, how are you doing? <laughs> Melissa, how are you doing? Cool. Huddle's done. Let's be done. Yeah. Let's do this. You know, you talked about practicality. Why don't we go through for 60 seconds? Yeah. We'll do a mock meeting, just yep. like the one we did today. All we right. have tons of EOS meetings because all of our verticals, our mortgage company, title company, insurance company, they all meet separately. Then all of the vertical heads meet every week and we have an EOS. Then Sean and I, because he's our COO and my direct, he reports with me, our president reports with me, and we all follow the same model. So yeah. let's share maybe some examples or just share, go through the list okay, of the so questions. Okay, so the first thing ask. that we do is, uh, this is a 60 to 90 minute meeting you're going to have. Um, once a week. So once a week to get everybody in alignment. Number one, what's your celebration? Yep. What's your gratitude? This could be personal and professional. So yep. some people are going to say, you know, I got a new lead. I, I closed the new house, whatever. And then some people are going to say, you know, my baby just turned one. My, my baby's actually turning one. So that's what came up. Um, and you get that, that really quick. All right, let's segue back into the meeting, into a meeting. Mm -hmm. um, after that, we're going to go into reporting. Now, oftentimes people want to jump in and start giving ideas, brainstorming. This is just, let's get every clear on where we're at right now so we report uh, we choose one person to say the vision and mission of the company it's gonna be wrong sometimes and that's okay that's the vision and mission okay let's fix that but let's move on and we even had a little joke in jest we didn't have it defined yet and so people would say well we don't have a vision and mission it's like well we do we just haven't defined it what do you think it is yep. and so we got to listen to everybody over the last couple of months just kind of spit out what they think is the vision or mission of the and company. that takes about 60 seconds for somebody yeah. to share after that we're gonna be reporting your number one number now every Everybody goes around and reports it. Nobody jumps in and says, oh, but you know, there's no brainstorming, just reporting. 
Every single person on your staff has to have a single KPI that identifies whether or not they're getting closer or getting further away from the goal. And as, um, as the listener is listening right now, of course, we work with each individual to come up with that KPI. But think for yourselves as the leader of the company that you're running, what would your number one KPI be? And I think of the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller, where he talks about what's the one thing that if by removing that, you know, every, or by adding that, everything else would be unnecessary. And a lot of people don't know. They're doing, we're doing so many things as entrepreneurs yeah. that we don't know which, what is the one thing that matters the most. And so this, the intention of that question is to make sure so that people are doing that. For some people, it's going to be recruiting. For some people, it's going to be how many leads did you call? How many phone calls did you make? For other people, it's going to be how many house, houses did you mm -hmm. show, et cetera. So come up with that number one KPI for every single person to identify if they're on track or not. Number two, uh, after you do your number one number reporting, everybody goes around and reports that, you do your 90-day review. Um, and that is simply, do you have a 90-day plan? What is it in one or two sentences? And are you on track? And every as Sean's asking this, he literally has a spreadsheet up that has the answers to all the questions. So he can be there to help bail people out yeah. if they don't remember. And then if someone tweaks something, which almost every meeting we're in, someone says, this was my 90-day plan, but I changed it. Or these were my seven-day goals, but I've changed them. And then Sean can quickly change yes, it. Yes, it's a living document. Yep. And then after that, you go through your employee um, and customer headlines. And so what this is, is um, are there any shout outs from um, customers that we've heard? Uh, sometimes you don't get to hear that. The person getting the shout out gets that, but the whole company doesn't hear that or the yeah. team. And so you want to share that um, or any feedback that we need to know. So, hey, I have a challenging um, lead right now. I don't know what to do. This came up. This feedback came up. So it's just let's dump it all on the table. There's no brainstorming around this again. So if somebody brings up criticism mm -hmm. or anything like that, you OK, great. Let's document it. After that, what we're going to do is a seven-day action plan. And so now we're getting into what is the next seven days look like for each and every single person. So I'll go around and I'll say, Jeff, what's on your seven-day action plan? Um, you know, um, Nick, what's on your seven-day action plan? John, what's on your seven-day action plan? And we document all of these things so that we can go back and say, hey, are you on track? After we do that, then we get into something called IDS, which is I um, identify the real problem, dis, um, I. IDS, yes. So I, I think thought, ideate every time. Yeah. It's like ideate, ideate around ideas. Yeah. So I, I identify the real problem, yeah. brainstorm. So it's IBS, um, brainstorm um, on the possible solutions, and then solve and decide. You have to make a decision. How many times do you talk about something for an hour and no decisions made, and then you push it off yep. to the next meeting? You don't get the skip. You got to find the you solution. You have to make a yep. decision. And so the rest of the time, the majority of the time, if it's a ninety-minute meeting, this is sixty of those minutes mm -hmm. is saying, okay. The, these are the challenges that we're facing. Let's identify what's the real, is this really an issue or what's the root of it? Uh -huh. Let's brainstorm solutions. So sometimes I'll say, everybody, you have five minutes. Everybody needs to come up with three possible solutions for this. And then we'll decide what yep, is the I best decision. It. And then at the end of that, we conclude. So what we'll do is we'll say, um, it, are there any cascading messages? And what we mean by that, is there anything that somebody needs to share that didn't fit into the structure of the meeting. It so could be a reminder of an a event reminder, yeah. or a meeting. It's an announcement. I'm going to be out of town yeah. or whatever. And then we are going to update our to-do list. So sometimes during I, um, IBS, we are, oh, I actually have to go do this this week. That's more of a priority. So we'll go around and say anything adding or changing to your seven-day to-do list based off of what we just explored and discussed. And then we finally, and this is my favorite part, we rate 
the meeting. Every single person gives a rating from one to 10. One being this was the worst meeting ever. Could have been an email. Why did you waste my time? To 10 being, thank goodness we had this. Mm. I wouldn't have been able to survive unless we met and talked about this. And what we have noticed in our company is that we had like sixes and mm-hmm. sevens and okay, they're not too bad, but they're this not This is great. just like two or three months ago. And we're now having eights Today and nines. Today was the highest. What this was, it? was the Eight. highest. It was like 8.7 yeah. or something. It was and the he runs highest an average. rating. It becomes like a joke. Like people are like 7.36. Like yeah. So everybody, every single person gives a rating and then we average it and see what's yep. the average of the meeting. That way you can identify, yep. are we having good meetings that are actually helpful for people? Yep. It's awesome. Here's the feedback I've gotten from people. I feel heard. I feel like you actually listen to me. I feel like we're making progress. I feel like we're more aligned. Imagine having meetings. It's amazing. People want to attend. This is real life, guys. Like you sound like you're selling a like yeah. some winning. No, but it's product. like real. I've been in these meetings the last few months, and for, I've ran businesses for 15 years, yeah. and we had a process, right? But it was not nearly as specific. But what I love about this meeting is it gives people that typically don't get to share their voice a voice, a opportunity to share with the group what they're doing, and that their voice matters, and that their role is just as important as someone else's role. And I agree with you. It's created a lot of clarity. When people don't get to speak up, very often no one knows what they're actually doing in the background, like an yeah. admin role maybe as an example. And so everyone feels united. Everyone feels like they're part of the team. Everyone understands how all those puzzle pieces fit together. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so awesome. one of my favorite parts of EOS, I mean, there's so much to so go read traction. And I think we have um, some really cool things coming up about EOS. So keep an ear out for that. We do. We're looking forward to announcing that here in the coming months. Uh, we want to help everyone get the same value that all of our agents and our teams and our verticals get to take advantage of. So we will start with, uh, there will be a product offering surrounding EOS. If you guys want to take advantage of additional podcast episodes like this, please go out and rate this podcast episode and give Sean a shout out for coming on with us today. We obviously look for a five-star review. And then if you can write in something as like a shout out to us, then other people like you that are looking for this type of content can find it. So that's the best way to compliment us. Also, we have a ton of free content. There will be EOS content coming out as well. If you go to grow with ers.com and then in the show notes we're going to include a link that has infinite um, outlines and because what we found is like you can use a google was it like a google meeting um, outline and it just keeps repeating you just copy paste copy paste so when you jump into it you can include it in your calendar event just like the same questions that sean just asked and you can keep it all in one document and it makes it easy just to transfer to the next and then the next and then the next so we'll include a copy of that for everyone if you want to be able to be able to take advantage of this concept and start adopting it and implementing it on your business we want to help you guys you know obviously scale your businesses to the next level it is as simple as sean reviewed it so if you just go back, replay exactly what Sean shared and just start doing it, the only real work is having the meeting consistently and then before those meetings coming up with what that key KPI is. And it can change. It can be loosey-goosey. And that's okay. It's just do it consistently over just a long do period it. of time. Just do it. So thank you, Sean, so much for coming on. This was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. And we look forward to future episodes with you. Let's do it.